0: Hey, how is everybody? Oh, looks like my camera is hanging down just a smidge. Hey, welcome you guys. It's Lori Haywood, uh, Mains, welcoming you back to the broadcast that I do. Let me open up one of these windows. <laughs> Good to see you guys. We are... Alright, just a minute. We are... Uh, Excuse me. Um, we're continuing on part four of the Believers Authority. Uh, we have been talking about um, many things this week. I am going to bring up one of my notes right now before I uh, get started. Uh, Lori haywood I'm a Bible teacher. I come on a live stream and YouTube. And uh, Periscope, and I do Teachings of the Word. Uh, I have a a website I'd love for you guys to go to. Uh, This is a book that I've published. Uh, I'm hoping that you can see this. Um, Let me shut this window down a little bit so I can see if you can see this. Yep, there it is. The Believers, I mean, it's your choice. Laura Haywood. You can get that at Barnes and Nobles. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it through me, as well. Um, I am publishing another one. It's just about ready for the market. I'm going to just put this down just a twig and see how that does. Okay. Um, <clears throat> different chairs for different days, and so the camera is not always on target. So. Welcome back, everybody. What we are talking about today is we are going to go back into um, exercising our authority as believers in the earth on the enemy. We started out with um, um, the, the first day, which I believe was Monday, fall of man and what happened. And then we went into what is authority. And then we went into seated with Christ. And now we're going into exercising Um, our authority, and uh, the next segment will be, I believe, Risen with Christ, and then the following one, The Weapons of our Warfare. But I'm not sure about those last two. I'm following the voice of the Holy Spirit on these, and uh, I didn't think I was going to go into what I'm going into today, but um, the Holy Spirit steered me in this direction. So that is what I'm going to do. I am prepared, however, To take this route, so I feel very comfortable doing so. Actually, this whole topic, the Believer's Authority, I'm very comfortable with. Well, to be honest, most of the stuff that I teach on, I'm very comfortable with when it comes to dealing with the enemy and prayer. Uh, Those, those things I'm very, very comfortable with because I've been living it literally since 1987. Um, Pretty successful. I've had a couple bumps and scrapes and and so forth along the way. But um, what we do is, uh, if you will, the old saying, we get back up on the horse and we ride on or we move again or whatever you want to say. And uh, so that's what I've done. But for the most part, my life has been uh, successful in, um, in the arena of um, the believer's authority. I've been studying it, reading it, living it, breathing it for a long time now. So I have a few things of um, knowledge um, under my belt uh, to, to take this uh, topic on pretty comfortably. And uh, I'm just going to backtrack a little bit on what how we uh, uh, ended this uh, yesterday. We ended it with, um, hopefully you guys can hear me over this music. I like a little music on. Um, what? Uh, let me see how we ended this yesterday. Uh, we're probably looking at maybe 35 minutes today. I don't think we're going to really go on any further than that. I say that and then I do, but I don't believe today <laughs> we are. Um, I had a lot of information to get in yesterday and I wanted to, to get it in so that I wasn't uh, having to do a continuation today on it. So I did keep you guys a little bit yesterday. I'm sorry. Um, all right, so we left it off yesterday with um, that we are one with the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Um, meaning... Um, Exercising our authority in the earth, um, in Ephesians 1, in the King James Version, it says, um, "...which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places." He's talking about the Father uh, when Jesus ascended from earth uh, up into his final position. Uh, up at the right hand of the father where the father seated him in heavenly places at his right hand. We talked about that that place is the place of authority. It's the authority uh, next to the father. And so on top of that, the good news is not only did Jesus get raised, Uh, to the right hand of the Father and sat him right down, Uh, he raised us up together in Ephesians 2.6. He raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And you'd have to go back to, I believe it was Monday's um, broadcast, uh, and um, I believe that was on the 11th, but you can look back in the archives of the Fall of Mankind. I highly suggest that you look back on these archives on the Believer's Authority because they're very um, informative. They they really do get to the bare bones I believe simply uh, into who we are, what happened and what are we now and, and why and how do we use it kind of thing. Um, I do want to tell you that um, in all that we are doing with the Believer's Authority, all we are doing as children and then sons and daughters of God is um, in, our, in my church, we talk about be, we are becoming, um, B-E-C-O-M-I-N-G, we are becoming, and we are becoming. Um, and we have talked about that uh, for months now in the church that I go to. But what that means is um, we, are, we know who we are in Christ Jesus, but from that point, we become all the Father called us to be in Christ Jesus. So essentially, we are, but then at the same time, we become. And the reason why we become is because of sessions like this. Because of training, because of reading, because of practicing, because of meditating, worshiping, and using our authority, and, and falling on our face, and getting back up, and learning, and learning, and allowing the Holy Spirit to open up the revelation every generation, or hopefully within the generation, many revelations, but what, what should be happening is the, the dimensional realm of the kingdom of God should be expanding as, as, as well as our capacity at the same time as our capacity opens up within here in us. Not the mental brain, but in our spirit being as that capacity opens, the revelation, the kingdom of God opens, the dimension opens with it. It's just an automatic thing. We are not beating down the gates of heaven trying to get information from God on um, who we are in Christ or, you know, uh, all kinds of things. I can't even go there. That's a whole nother topic. But anyway, so today what we're talking about is using, actually using our authority the last three days. Like I said, we've been talking about who we are, what happened, why it happened, who we are, and now we're talking today about using some of our authority. And um, and and I'm going to share with you um, uh examples, excuse me, as well as um, the Word of God. Um, So, excuse me, um, so we just talked about we were raised up together and made to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And my question would be, well, why? You know, why does God want us there? And we're still in the earth. We are considered the body of Christ, as we talked about yesterday. And, uh, let me slip on my glasses here to, to, uh, grab that scripture. Um, if I can pull it out real quick here. Uh, let me see here. Oh yeah. Ephesians 122. And he's put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, which is us, the church. So. We are the church. he's put all things under His feet and gave Him to be the head over all things to the church, which is His body, the fullness of Him that filleth all in all. The body is us. We are His feet. We talked about yesterday that we are His hands. He's the head, literally, in, in the heavenly places. We are the body, so we go where the Father tells us to go. We lay hands, as Jesus did, on people. And we also, as Jesus did, as he commanded Satan to go in the New Testament, go from that boy, you know, the boy that had the seizures, I cast you out. He didn't say in the name of Jesus because he was Jesus. So I cast you out. So that is who we are now. We are the hands of Christ. We're in Christ. He's our head. We're the body down. So we hear, just like he did, what the Father says, what the Holy Spirit says, the Holy Spirit rests upon us to do the mighty works of God through the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. So when we tell Satan to move, he moves. When we tell the mountains to move, they move. When the Father tells us to go, we go. We're the feet, the hands, the voice of Jesus in the earth. Why uh, in uh, the book of um Mm, shoot, I can't remember. It's either James or John. Is because um, Jesus' purpose was to uh, destroy... The, the, the reason why Jesus manifests was to destroy the works of the devil. So he, when he descended and went to hell and he came back to earth, what he did was, before he went back to the Father, he stopped back on the earth and went to the disciples, and he said in Luke 10:19, he's talking to his disciples, the one he's been training for three years now. Why? Because he knew he was going to leave so that he could send the Holy Spirit down and the Holy Spirit could come into many so that we could be the body of Christ and we could do many more works, greater works than these shall you do because I go on to the Father. That's why, because there's many of us filled with the Holy Spirit. In Luke 10, 19, before he left, before the Holy Spirit came back, or came, he said, Look, behold, I give unto you authority to tread on serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy. Bingo! That means we have a major enemy at hand. He didn't go bye-bye. He didn't go away. He's still running around in this earth causing havoc for people. Believers that don't know their authority, don't know how to use their authority, and the world—they're going to hell in a handbasket. Uh, and we don't want them to go to hell in the handbasket. We want—that's why we're here to bring them out, preach the gospel, the good news to them, and get them equipped with authority so they can go out and spread the good news. So we have a lot going on here. We have there is a lot going on here. So I'm focusing on one. One little thing right now in his exercising our authority. We can get into that stuff another day. Um, 1 Peter 5.8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. Again, be sober, be vigilant. Why do you drive when you're sober? Because you gotta be careful. You don't wanna get hurt. You don't want to hit a tree. You don't want to hurt somebody else. You gotta there's something to watch, there's something to be careful about. Well he's saying, be sober. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walks about seeking whom he may devour. So he Satan is walking. He knows that there's people he can devour and he will devour. It's not a, it's not a matter of maybe you're going to get hit. Maybe he's going to knock on your door. He he will. He's not going to leave any stone unturned and you're just going to hide under a rock and hope it all goes away. That's not the way this works. This is a serious battle, but that's just one side of our being. There's so many wonderful things going on here, but this is equipping the believer with the rightful authority again. So, in Ephesians 4, it says neither give place to the devil. So we don't give place to the devil. That's another topic of how do you give place to the devil? <clears throat> well, one is not knowing your authority. He's going to move right in. Like I said, he's going to steal, kill, and destroy James, uh, John 10. 10. Um, so I think those are the the scriptures. Okay, I know. I wanted to tell you. So he raised us up and sat us with Jesus in heavenly places. And then with that, when he when he raised us up, he sent the Holy Spirit back to the earth, and the Holy Spirit was imparted into us in the upper room. 120 that were filled with the Spirit, now we're filled with the Spirit. If you speak in tongues, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Um And um, in 1 John 4, 4, it says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That's the enemy that we were talking about, the devil, the adversary. Give no place to him because he is out there. But he that is in us, which is the Holy Spirit, the Lord Jesus Christ, Father God, uh, the Trinity, he that is in us, in here, in our spirit, we're a newborn creature. He that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. Like I said, he's running around causing havoc for some believers and um, definitely the world. Um, We were given authority to tread on the serpents and over all the power of the enemy. We're to be vigilant. We're to be uh, sober. Um, We don't give place to the devil. and, And the Lord put everything under our feet. And he is the head of the church. So we are not in our own power. We are in the power of his might. He spoiled principalities and powers, and he made a show of them openly, triumphing over it. Meaning, when Jesus took back the keys to, uh, to uh, death and hell, he made a show openly unto all the fallen angels, all the demons, and Satan himself. He made a show of them openly and before the angels and all the heavenlies. And that was a bad day for the kingdom of Satan. They lost again. He lost the first time he went against God. Then he went and stole, he talked uh, Adam out of his uh, birthright, And and Adam gave dominion over the earth to him. And then Jesus came and got it back, and he made a show of him openly again checkmate, right? So what I'm here to share with you today is is to give you some ideas of what your authority is. Um, I want to tell you um, a little story. Years ago, this was, there's many, but there's this one in particular. um, uh, uh, We had someone in our family back in the late 80s, and it was before there were cell phones, I don't. I don't think there was hardly, if there was any computers, there were there wasn't too many. They weren't, you know, uh, in all the schools and so forth. And uh, this, and somebody in my family's um, briefcase was stolen, and they were a teacher, and um, all the all the teachers' information was in that uh, in that briefcase. It wasn't just like on a um, what do you guys call a thumb drive, and um, you know there wasn't all this technology, cell phones and you know, stored here and there in the cloud. So all that information was in that briefcase as well as um, some jewelry. And it was very expensive. And um, and so what happened was we we found out that this briefcase um, had been stolen. And um, myself and someone else in my family, we went into our prayer closet together in agreement, and we commanded in the name of Jesus whoever stole this briefcase to return it back and that the jewelry would be back inside that briefcase and we went into prayer um, at that time I went into prayer because I did some other things, I was probably in there a couple hours but the command, I was sound, it was uh, I, it was an um, authority that I took in the spirit realm, in the name of Jesus, I'll show you what I did in the name of Jesus I command that thief who stole that briefcase from so-and-so, a Christian, a believer, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to return that briefcase. And don't you touch that jewelry. and You return it. And uh, in three days, someone walked in, put that briefcase down inside the school in front of the office counter, you know those counters, set it down, walked out and no one saw anyone and everything was inside that briefcase as it should be so there's an example of commanding your your rights as uh, having authority in this earth as a believer especially because it was another believer's um, item but because We knew we had authority. First of all, that person was in our family. They were in agreement, and they were a Christian. So there was a lot of great things coming here. But we commanded that thief to return that thing, and they did. It took three days, but whatever, they got it back. So there's a perfect example. Another example uh, that I still do today all the time is when a storm. Is coming into when I see on the news or you know the clouds are getting dark. <clears throat> when I see that uh, storms are heading uh, our way, um, I take authority over early and I stand in the back and I speak to the sky and I command in the name of Jesus. Well, this is how I do it I command you in the name of Jesus, storm, I command you to dissipate and do do not come through Battle Creek. Do not destroy Battle Creek. You don't destroy my home and then I go through my family that is spread out through the local area. I'll call them out and say you will not harm them. Their property or, you know, anything and I'll call out in the name and then I'll say in the name of Jesus you, you can rain, but you're not going to destroy. You're not going to tear up and but the rain we will take and, um, so much so I've done that for so many years that, um, literally my son, it's a joke in our house. Um, my husband and I were, <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, it was, um, uh, I don't know, maybe last summer, uh, and a storm came rolling through and, and he said, Oh my gosh, this is so cool. I, something about, you know, getting into the storm and wanting to watch the, the big winds or I don't know, maybe they were, he was even going to film it or something. And, um. I said, well, I just uh, I just cursed that thing, and it's not going to come through. And he literally, <laughs> vividly got upset. He's like, oh, why'd you do that? I wanted to see this storm come through. And he stomped off, and uh, Roland and I <laughs> just started laughing because it's great, because he knew that it wasn't going to come. <laughs> so we get a kick out of that because um, my kids have been raised around that and um, and he believes it (laughs) so he was upset because the storm wasn't going to come through and he wasn't going to see those awesome winds. (laughs) but I love it because that's what my kids are used to they're adults now but they know that there's power in the name of Jesus it's not in the power of experience or years of study of the Bible it's for any believer that knows their authority in the name of Jesus. That we are one with Christ; He's the head, we're the body. And as you as you practice and train and re- read and learn and use your authority, just like anything else that you train in, you make mistakes. You do this, you do that, but you but as you go from day to day and you learn these things, you become very strong. You're a vessel of honor when you have the Lord Jesus Christ. This is pleasing in God's sight. Jesus paid a high price on the cross so that we could have authority here. He didn't do it just to save us. He did it so that we who can come against our adversary, the devil, who is walking this earth, roaring as a lion. He's destroying people. He's killing people. He's destroying um, through storms and fires and, you know, the the floods and you name it, uh, and uh, cancer. And, you know, every ungodly thing that is happening to us is because of the enemy. And, um and it is up to us to, to, to use our tools to stop him. So um, now I'm not saying, uh, I'm not going to go back into that. Anyway, uh, this is for this topic only, using your authority. So don't take what I say and try to fit it in another box. This is only talking in examples of our personal authority that we have here on the earth over the enemy. Um, there's so many that. Um, <clears throat> okay, I, I do have another story of um, a, a man um, that uh, had been taken over by, um, actually um, he had been taken over by um, uh, demonic spirits and he wasn't, wasn't running around like a crazy man. Uh, actually, this man was uh, laying down um, on a couch, and uh, he was unable to uh, even respond. He he was uh, it looked. It appeared that he was in a deep deep sleep, but he was way beyond that. He was actually had been taken over by some uh, demonic um, forces, and I'm not going to get into the detail of it. I know all the details, but it's um, it's too long of a story. So. Um, I, I, was called and a couple other people were called and we went over to this, uh, individual's home and, uh, she brought us over to this man that was on this couch. And, um, I mean, you could shake him and he wasn't moving. He was breathing, but he was just almost unconscious, but he wasn't. And, um, so what our team did at that time, there was four of us, um, We had an anointed guitar player and he sat in a a few chairs back um, just where there was a little kitchen table. It was one room. And he started strumming on this guitar and the anointing rested upon his music. And then um, the other uh, two individuals started uh, walking around the room and they were speaking into the uh, atmosphere. Releasing um, the power of God in there and um, commanding, we were commanding in the name of Jesus. They were commanding in the name of Jesus for these demons to release this individual and that, um, you know, he would regain consciousness and just uh, commanding demons to come out. And um, they didn't even uh, touch him. They never, not that that's. You can. I mean, that's a good thing to lay hands on someone. This was just this instant. They just n- never even touched them. And um, I happened to know this individual, and I was just uh, saved at this time, born again, getting into the things of God. And I knew about the power of God, so I called these people that were a little bit more mature than me at that time and uh, allowed them to do uh, what they wanted to do while I um, prayed. Uh, under my breath, allowing the Holy Spirit to have his way. Well, this man uh, ended up rolling over um, on his back and uh, uh, water or sweat, perspiration, it appeared, uh, began to bead up, literally, on his forehead like you would see on a windshield after it's been waxed. And uh, all of a sudden this, um, this water started just coming out on his face and he raised his hands without opening up his eyes. He, he raised his hands up, and uh, what was happening was the Holy Spirit's anointing was resting upon him, and that heat, if you've ever been, um, if the Holy Spirit's ever come upon you, it, it can be a very intense, beautiful heat. And this heat apparently had uh, come upon him and he raised his hands, um, he had received the Lord before this happened, and but he there were some issues there and he started raising his hands and we we just kept on and we kept on it was probably about a two-hour process and uh, then uh, his um, eyes opened and um, he looked at me and I said so you know what is your son's name and he said it so now not only did he open his eyes he was completely coherent and by the time we left he was sitting up and he was eating and um, and, and so we, res- we gave him back to uh, his um, uh, girlfriend and we left. And so that is our authority right there in the name of Jesus of releasing someone who was bound in the flesh uh, by this um, power of the enemy. And um, the anointing, the Holy Spirit, is the one that um, uh, casts that thing out through us again. We are the body of Christ. This is our authority. This is what God wants to do. He wants to heal the sick. He wants to let the oppressed go free. He wants the bands of wickedness off of his people and off of the world. He wants those people saved, delivered, healed, cast out demons, raise the dead, lay hands on the sick, and what? They shall recover. Why? Because the Word says that um, those who are, that are led by God are the sons of God. And i got to pull that scripture up. And so as many as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. That's in uh, Romans 8.14. So that's another example of how we use our authority. It is not by our might, it's not by our power, it's by the Spirit, says the Lord. This is not anything to do with who we are, our age, our gender, our money, our knowledge, the years we've been saved. This is everybody's God-given birthright when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ into your life and then get filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues and then as you draw close to the Lord, you become the son of God, more power, more authority. Everything is given unto you. Well, of course, because you you know who you are, like you are becoming. And so you start walking this thing out. And, um, and like me, when I first got born again, in spirit filled, I got right into this um, uh, Kenneth Hagin. Uh, the believer's authority and started immediately putting it to work even though I didn't know all the answers, but he knew all the answers and also I knew people around me. I made sure of it because when I found out that we have an enemy out there, 1 Peter, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour... And he will steal, kill, and destroy. And then Ephesians 4, you need to give place to the devil. I realized, okay, when I got born again, spirit-filled, I did not deny the truth of what is going on. So I immediately jumped in with strong people around me, grabbed the books, grabbed the the people that that have authority, knew this authority by the revelation of the Holy Spirit and uh, giving time to the Lord to learn it and train and practice themselves, then I came along and picked up what they knew and I started growing. And so, the, you know, you that's what I'm saying is you don't have to be born again, spirit-filled and wait. That is, the, that is not what we are told. Jesus rose from the dead and he came back up to earth. And he looked at his fellows that he'd been training for three years. And he looked at them and he said, Now, you go. And he says, I give you power. I give you authority to tread on serpents, scorpions, and over all the powers of the enemy. And nothing shall hurt you. And in Matthew, he, he says, uh, let me, I want to quote it. If I can find it on here. Uh, hang on a second, guys. Um, and all power is given unto me in heaven and earth, Jesus said. And um, so, the what my point here is, Jesus didn't look at his disciples and say, Okay, now, guys, the Holy Spirit's going to come. You're going to go in the upper room. You're going to wait. And you're going to all be filled. And then you're going to go to school. And then you're going to go to class eight hours a day. And then you're going to read the Bible uh, from, you know, the beginning until whatever was there at that time, the Torah. And you're going to do this, that, and the other. And then you're going to be ready for the adversary. Then. No, that's not what Jesus said. He said, I'm here now. I'm transferring everything over. I'm giving it all to you and um, you go and you continue on and finish or complete or walk this out until I come back and go and take care of the enemy. So there's nothing wrong with going to school and learning and getting degrees in the Word of God. There's nothing wrong with um, any of that. But if it stops you from actually being who you are when you get born again spirit filled right now, then there's the, what what are you waiting for is what Jesus is saying. That's fine. go to school. but while you're going to school, go get some people saved, go preach, go teach, go lay hands on the sick, go feed the poor, go help the widows, go and do while you're going to school. don't don't put everything on a shelf like the world does. In medical practice or whatever, that you can't do anything until you get the badge or you get the, you know, the the uh, the certificate or the degree. You go, you you do and become at the same time in the kingdom of God. Don't be afraid. Move. You have Almighty God. You have the Holy Spirit within you. Almighty God, the Creator of heaven and earth. Within you, the books, the book, the uh, Bible says that you have the teacher inside you, who is the Holy Spirit. So don't be afraid. Learn these things while you go to school, while you train, while you uh, prophesy, while you you take on all your knowledge. Make sure you're doing and you're being a doer now, today. No, 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 not tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. Hint, secret, tip. Tomorrow never comes. There is no tomorrow. It is always uh, today. Today is present. Uh, Today is, uh, well, I'm not going to go there. But anyway, there is no tomorrow. It's always today. So what you're not doing today, this is what you should be doing today. Don't put it off. Learn. Use your tools, read, pray, ask for direction from the Holy Spirit. He's waiting for you. You have his permission. He commanded us to go. He did not say, now Peter, I know you denied me three times. You better go back to counseling and get all healed up. Get your heart whole. And um, then when you're feeling better and you feel like you can take all this pressure on because it's going to be tough um then you can go out and then you can uh go run off the devil no he said i give power you go i give power to you you go and he didn't even ask anybody any questions he just said this is what i have And this is what you have now. Now you be a doer of the word and go. And then, um, oh, I've had so many things with my own, uh, physical body that I, um, laid hands on myself. Um, here's another authority that you have. It's not casting out a devil, Uh, but you, you could, I guess, if you have one, but I don't. And, um. Uh, But I specifically, I remember having something on the back of my calf. It was, oh, I don't know. It was, I don't really know what it was. It was something on the back of my calf that appeared to be growing. And uh, I laid my hand on it. And I uh, said, in the name of Jesus, I command this um, lump, whatever it is, uh, probably the size of my finger, little fingernail, uh, smaller than that, really. But I remember putting my my fingers on it and saying now in the name of Jesus I command this thing to dry up and leave my body. And um, I don't know, maybe it was once or twice a week. Um, no, nah, I can't, I really can't remember this particular one, but I just remember reaching down within a short amount of time of that and it was gone. And and that that wasn't the first time I've I've laid I've laid hands on myself or that's really a figure of speech. I, I sometimes I lay hands on myself, but a lot of times I just talk. Um, for instance, um, I had something happen to my knee. I'll, I'll use last summer as an example. Um, that summer before a year ago, I hurt my, um, some, something in my, it wasn't actually my knee, but it was something around the area. And, um, I bike, run and swim. I do these little events and, um, and I flower garden and all these kind of things. So I'm pretty active and that thing wiped me out. My, my knee was full of water and so forth and so on. And, and I prayed over it and I kind of dealt with it. I thought it was going to leave and I played that whole game. Well, I realized that this thing was really trying to mess with me. So after going to the doctors and getting what they said there and all this kind of stuff, I decided, okay, I'm drawing a line in the sand. You can do it anytime. You can do it in the beginning, the midst, or even towards the end of the battle. When you decide something is going to be done in the name of Jesus, as a believer, um, then, then it's over. So, there's no time frame. Like, you don't have to do it right when you find out. You can do it at any time. When you decide in the name of Jesus that this thing is over, is when it's over so I laid my hands on my leg and I just said in the name of Jesus I command every muscle ligament tendon nerve bone cartilage and tissue to be whole to be healed to be matured to we call nothing missing nothing broken it's just perfect matter of fact it's going to be better than before and um, it took a little while I didn't ever did I ever think that that was not going to manifest I never thought it was not going to manifest because I've been doing this too long and I knew that I knew that I drew a line and I said no more it's going to go I'm going to have my leg back so that I can flower garden and do my events and I'm going to have what I want back on my body because it is God's will. And we've talked about that the last three days. This is talking about authority. It is God's will. I have authority. It's my body. I have more than enough authority because I'm in complete agreement that I want a good leg, good knee, good tissue, whatever. And so I stood on that thing and that leg just started manifesting Month. month week by week day by day and just started um healing and healing did time just do that no time didn't just do that there's a lot of people excuse me there's a lot of people that have uh leg and knee and bone bones and stuff that that um Time has only made it worse. Time had nothing to do with it. I had been off that leg. I hadn't been doing a, any. I didn't do any events. I didn't do any flower gardening. I just had to lay off. So I had been off it a good three or four months. That wasn't helping a bit. So it was the manifestation day by day, week by week, month by month. Sometimes it's instant, but sometimes it's not. But you got to know, in the name of Jesus, your rights and your authority that Jesus went on that cross. He died for sin, sickness, and disease. He went to hell, took the keys of death and hell. He raised him, the Holy Spirit raised him up. We were raised with him, sat down, were seated in Christ at the right hand of the Father with all authority that Jesus had. Now you go, Lori, and you cast out, and you lay hands on the sick. Well, my goodness! You think that we don't have authority over ourselves? Of course we do. This is the body of this is the body of Christ. This is the vessel of God. He dwells within me. This is the temple of God. I am not God. It's the Holy Spirit within me. Without Him, I'm nothing. I'm going to have Him forever. I'm not letting Him go. So uh, I said, it is over. And last summer, I did my triathlon. And I did my gardening and I'm doing whatever I want because I got my leg back. And then um, this fall, I got back on the treadmill and, I, and I, that thing started, you know, wanting to talk to me again. I said, No, 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 no. I talk out loud. I said, Every muscle, ligament, tendon, nerve, and cartilage and everything is whole in Jesus' name. You get off my leg. You get off my knee. You are a liar do not talk to me, leave. And that thing just left. And it'll try to pop up sometimes, and it'll try to talk to you, but you say, no, 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 I'm not going to tolerate you. Get off of me. And, um, and it leaves. Literally, while I'm on the treadmill, that thing leaves. Because it knows, you know, you're not going to put up with it. So the beauty is, we have this over ourselves. And, and so this is the authority that we have as believers. Um, we can talk to the storms over our house or our loved one's house. We can command things that have been stolen physically to come back and be returned. We can we can command things on our body to leave in the name of Jesus and then stand. Standing therefore, because we're wrestling against, we're wrestling against, um, uh, we're not wrestling, oh, let's see, I want to get this scripture, sorry, and then we're, we're going to cut out. We've already been on for 30 minutes. Um, we are, <clears throat> principalities, powers, and rulers of the darkness of this place um, is, here we go. I'm sorry, you guys, i got to find my scripture. Um, we're not wrestling against flesh and blood, but we're, we're wrestling, it's in Ephesians 6. We're wrestling against um, principalities, powers, and rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. We're wrestling with the devil and his kingdom. And however, I don't know every single thing how he operates. I don't care. Um, I I focus on the answer. I focus on how and uh, and and our power and how the the type of authority we have. Uh, I can't. I don't have the eyes to. Or the time that I want to even give the enemy to know every little thing that he's doing and how he does it—that's that's a waste. Learn your authority about who you are, and then it doesn't really matter what he does. You know who you are, your authority, and then you can push him away out of you, out of your, out, out of your life, and out of your um, your. your you know, the things that are uh, attached to your life, such as when my kids were small, oh my goodness, um, you know, fevers and so forth. When they would come on my kids, I would rebuke them in the name of Jesus, and I command those things to go. I, I I was in a place where I did not have fear over that type of, th- that type of stuff with my kids, because I was um, in the morning, I was, you know, 4, 4.30 in the morning, reading the Word and praying and learning, and then, Functioning through the household during the day, and and just play. You know, and this was a revolving door for me through their whole life. So I was learning how to use my authority with over my children and my household and my family. And then as they went to school, and so I didn't fear these kind of things. So there's other avenues we can get into, um, and maybe we will. But um, such as. Um, you know, stuff that you bring into your house where the Word of God says, do not give place to the devil. Well, that that is a, that is a small statement that covers a really wide area. Um, you can bring things into your home. You can bring all kinds of things into your house that are ungodly. And it's throughout the Bible that, you know, these things can cause us problems. The enemy is not, he, he will use anything he can to create problems for you, your husband, your wife, your children, and your family. He is not limited to uh, what you want him to be limited to. He has access in the earth. He is um, a, um, what's the word I want to use? Um, he has control, um, I can't even think of the word. Oh, isn't that frustrating? You don't have somebody here to give you that word. Um, he he was over influence. Phew, thank you, Lord. Okay, so Satan has influence in the earth through music. There you go. He was involved in music as an angel. He's a fallen angel now. So he has, Satan has powerful influence over the media, over Hollywood, over movies, over video games over you know all this books and all this don't think he doesn't because if you're going to play that game because you don't want to hear it then you my friend he will eventually uh steal kill and destroy because he is as a roaring lion going to the earth seeking whom he may devour he can't he comes here to see if he can devour me but he can't because I'm in Christ, and I stay close to him so that he can't. Because if I pull out there and start playing in that sandbox with those snakes, then I too can be devoured, even as a born-again, spirit-filled Christian. So I have learned to stay very close to the Holy Spirit, very close to Jesus so that he can't do this to me. And I encourage you to be hungry enough for your own well-being and for your family. Your children and, and, and pass this on. This is why Jesus died. We have an enemy in the earth, he needs to be pushed out. We need to dominate and, and dominate our houses, our lands, our schools, our cities. But if we can't even recognize it's in our own house and take authority over these things, then how in the world are we going to be able to take it out further than that? So, these are tips. I hope it's helped. There's a whole lot more I would like to say, but we're going to keep it short today. But this is exercising your authority as a believer, and it's a beautiful thing. I thank the Lord that he gave me this authority so that I'm not down here powerless with this enemy. I thank God for Jesus and everything he did for us, and I'm learning more and more and more. I have a whole lot more to learn, but this is my journey. I thank you so much for um being here and, and uh, traveling this with me, stay with us in this um, on these broadcasts. I also have been forgetting for a while to tell you that there's a donate button there. Go to my website, laurieheywood-mains.com, and see what my husband and I are um, into right now. We are into a project in our city. We are resurrecting an old building so that we can reach out to the community. It's going to be a banquet center for the community, um, for nonprofit organizations. And we're reaching out. The the foundational piece of this uh, project is to reach out to the poor, the needy, the widows, and children, and so forth and so on. We're going to have a lot of programs flowing out of there that are going to bring life, healing, and health, and equip people not just throw little nuggets at them, but to equip them. So donate a hundred percent of it goes to that project. And um, I thank you. You know, twenty dollars, ten dollars, a thousand, fifty thousand. Give because when you give, it'll be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So give into the gospel. This is a, a pure ministry, not perfect, but our intent. and and having a clean heart is. So, God bless. Thank you. I hope this was informative. If you have questions, you can go to my website and fill out any one of those forms. It will come through my email, and I can respond. Um, God bless. Thank you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. If you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, just close your eyes and lift up your hands and ask him with me. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus to forgive me I ask Jesus to come into my heart. I repent of my sins. I want this life, this authority. I want these blessings to come into my life and my family's life. In Jesus' name, do something with my life. I give it to you. Amen. Now, if you said that, again, lorihaywood-mains.com, let me know. I'll help you find a born-again spiritual church or find someone in your family. Born Again Spirit-Filled Church, guys, people that are teaching this stuff, this is what Jesus left for you. It's for you, your inheritance. Now take it and make Him proud. God bless. See ya.